In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents... A lot of them aren't even pretending to be in charge. Slow the testing down. Remove him from office. Cast a vote that will make you proud. The Betches Sup Podcast. Will you shut up, man? Uh, Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Brian Russell-Smith. And the Betches Sub Podcast is your sometimes twice daily rundown of all the crazy shit that's going on in the news. <laughs> Brought to you by your three funniest friends, which is, which is us. Yeah, it's us. Oh my God. <laughs> even even I was supposed to be interviewing Barbara Lee right now, but even they called me this morning like, yo, we got to we gotta, we gotta talk later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not doing this right now. Something came up. We had, so we had, we had, up. we had scheduled a, uh, do you know who my dad is recording yes. for this morning? And we were both like, I can't finish this oh, outline recording? right now. Oh, we were no. going to record yeah. this morning. And we were like, I'm sorry. Me and Alicia yeah. were like, I can't think of anything else right now. <laughs> I know, but obviously the most recent, it is Friday. So obviously the most recent amazing episode is in you guys' feed to listen to. You're going to have so much sup content this weekend. We are obviously gathering here today. <laughs> Because Trump and Melania have COVID. Late last night, we learned that the president in the first, I mean, late last night, we learned a lot of things, but among them. (laughs) I I went to bed between thing one and thing two. And I, you know, yeah. Never in my life have I gone to bed early. And I I mean, did last night. I just feel bad for the Rihanna Savage Fenty show. I mean, oh my God, I know. Just being taken away from Rihanna. She didn't deserve this. No, she no. didn't. She didn't. Yesterday we had about 11 October. Last night I even stayed up late. I don't usually, I tap out lately at like 930 just after the day. I just can't, I can't do it anymore. But last night I was up until midnight and I was so thrilled and I can't believe I still missed big news. So last night at around 1am, Donald Trump tweeted that he and his wife had tested positive for COVID-19. This came after Hope Hicks, his I mean, in Devil Wears Prada terms, I'm going to say first assistant. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. He's definitely her. She's his Emily Blunt. And mm-hmm. she did. She did, in fact, decide to become an incubus for viral plague. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She did. So she is not going to the benefit. But neither is Trump, probably. <laughs> so last night, it was like going around that Hope Hicks had tested positive. And, you know, they've all been... What do we have to say? They're all in close quarters all the time in tiny planes together, gathering. They're having rallies. They're greeting each other. They never wear masks. As recently as Tuesday's debate, President Trump mocked Joe Biden for wearing the biggest mask he's ever seen. Um, So the president's position, what do we know as of this morning? It is 1038. The president has COVID. Vice President Mike Pence has tested negative, but that's just like as of this morning. Um, There are obviously like succession questions. Um, the president is 74 years old. He's not a healthy man. 
It could take a week for him to develop symptoms, although we're hearing reporting this morning that some of Trump's aides reported that he looked tired on Wednesday, that he looked lethargic yesterday, but honestly, same. Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, he's not a healthy man. He's not a healthy man. He was up until 1030 the other day, just like screaming. Like, I'm sure like his voice would be raspy and tired regardless. Yeah, yeah. Um, The only other update we had this morning, uh, Kamala Harris has tested negative. I believe we're still waiting on the test results from the Bidens. It seems like Joe Biden is, I mean, he was six feet, more than six feet away from him on, um, on Tuesday, but there was a lot of yelling and spewing. <laughs> there were certainly droplets being. The, the good thing <laughs> is, is that they were not. Yeah, and they, the good thing is though they weren't. They didn't seem to be direct. Not at all. Yeah, looking That's at each true. other, like they weren't across That's from each true. other. They were both talking outwards. Yeah. So if anything, Trump is just spewing it across the audience. That's yeah. a good point. Honestly, they did Chris very Wallace. little. Chris Wallace, I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> they did a lot of talking at him and at the audience, not at not at a. So this morning, how are we feeling? How did, what did we feel when we saw this news? I mean, I literally, so I woke up, I saw that I had an unusual number of text messages for for (laughs) seven o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, huh, one of my group chats must have popped off late last night. Saw it, literally just saw a text from my friend that said Trump has COVID. I didn't even believe it. Went to Twitter, saw it confirmed jumped out of bed like Christmas morning, mm-hmm. ran to the living room in my pajamas, also a la Christmas morning, and just started screaming at Danny. I'm like, Danny, did you know? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I saw it. I saw it. And then I just kind of, I don't know. I've been in this like high, heightened state. <laughs> there was already so much. I mean, we already were because yesterday, what else happened yesterday? Well, actually around eight or so, I don't know when it was, but first- this crazy New Yorker thing came out about Kimberly Guilfoyle being an actual predator, an actual creep. Um, yes. Having been ousted. She was ousted from Fox in 2018. Nobody really knew why. She was just like, I want to like work for the campaign and stuff. But there has been like a little bit of reporting here and there over the years, but it came out yesterday in a really lengthy profile that, yeah, she showed her assistant basically created an incredibly hostile and abusive environment for her assistant, like walked around naked, showed her pictures of penises she didn't want to see, talked about her sex life at length with like makeup artists and stuff, um, suggested to people if they granted sexual favors, they would thrive in their careers. That was at about eight at about nine, the Melania tapes came out. Which we'll get to. Which we'll get to. <laughs> so I did like awake and already heightened stakes. I was like, oh, God. But I, I always wake up like lately on Friday mornings because we don't record usually a newsy mm-hmm. podcast that I'm a little chiller because I'm like, I don't have to act immediately. But um, yeah, not this morning. I'm uh, just like, what? Ha- what is happening? With, <laughs> uh, what are they, like, I'm just like on Monday, like we just got Trump's tax returns on Sunday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And it's- we're like, and um, now we're like, oh, and Trump had now is co- like, then there was a debate and he was a fucking monster. So all we were talking about was like the monster, terrible debate performance. And now we're not even talking about the fucking debate because Trump is COVID and Kimberly Goldfoyle is a monster. Obviously, this is not shocking. And Melania hates Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> How can you hate Christmas? If I my job was to decorate the White House oh, for Christmas, God. I would be on cloud oh, nine. Oh my God. Well... I know. I literally can't think of a more fun thing than for someone <laughs> to be like, you have basically an unlimited budget to decorate 
the White House for Christmas. That sounds and- a, a dream. <laughs> Christmas miracle dream. My idea of everything. I would love to hear her tapes talking about the Rose Garden. She's like, I'm going to rip those fucking trees out of the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. They also have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. This is the best. You just put it back in your box, send it out, and before you know it, you've got your next one. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. I bought the Rachel Antonoff pasta puffer from them. I was obsessed with it, like everybody who tries it is, and it was completely sold out everywhere else. So I felt like I really, really had an in there. So thank you, Newly. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. The second thing I thought was like, oh, God, is this going to somehow give them the moral high ground if people react to this with glee? And then I decided I did not care. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> where I came out to. Like, I'm sorry, but if Biden got COVID, his campaign would not be cool about it. They were completely disgusting to Hillary Clinton when she got pneumonia that one time. Like, share, like his side was horrible to her about her health. And... 200,000 people in this country have died because he has refused to acknowledge this virus for what it is. Like, karma's a bitch, babe, and I don't feel sad or sorry mm-hmm. for either of them. If if I was Joe Biden and I was with the Biden campaign right now, I would be like, my thoughts, I really hope that he has a healthy recovery. One. Number two, however, I am infuriated at how irresponsible him and his staff and his campaign have been these past two weeks seeing the American people, putting my staff and my family in danger and yeah, myself. Yes. He, they have, they have, it, they have acted so irresponsibly. There is even a question as to whether we would have known that Hope Hicks had had COVID had a reporter not reported it. It didn't even yes. come out of the white house. That's and so true. Ronna McDaniel, the RNC chairwoman tested positive on Wednesday, Wednesday after spending time with Trump. Well, and yes. so they have known, we found that out today. So she has known that she has coronavirus since Wednesday, known that she has spent time with Hope Hicks, know that she has spent time with Trump, who, knowing he has spent time with 
hundreds Trump if has not spent thousands time. of people oh my god literally and do you guys song. remember do you remember when there was the ebola scare mm-hmm. and there was that story about this this young doctor that basically had like the time of his life one oh, night he went to brooklyn he went everywhere <laughs> he went they literally tracked where he went and he went like i'd never i had the craziest saturday night i've ever seen he went like up and down manhattan stuffed his fingers in bowling balls it was really almost he went like to two different parody. bowling alleys that night in one night <laughs> I feel like that's what Trump's schedule was. It's like he actually saw he saw Amy Coney Bear and her entire family. <laughs> he's a super I, spreader. Who then saw gonna... all this? He is. He's a super spreader. Well, also Kaylee McEnany, who yes. was on the plane with them, who was with Hope Hicks, gave a full press briefing yesterday. No mask. Didn't say shit in a room with all of those reporters. The reporters wear masks, obviously, yeah. but. The real person who's supposed to wear the mask is the one who has COVID. Like exactly. you, like if you're talking, if you're wearing a mask and you talk, you're talking to someone who has COVID that isn't wearing a mask. Wearing your mask mm-hmm. is going to help you, but like it's not. It's not. They, it's more still them wearing the mask. Yeah. COVID on you. <laughs> like, exactly. So exactly. she sprayed COVID on the entire White House press corps. Potentially didn't inform anybody. I think you're so right. I think there's plenty of room for Biden to be like, we hope that the first lady and the president are okay. But the way that the white house has handled this is so disrespectful. So crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This was absolutely inevitable. Like, of course, of course he got it. Of course he got it. He doesn't wear a mask. We're at a stage where people are like, have resumed parts of their normal lives. And the only, like, I, I don't understand we can't stress enough. The masks are the whole thing. I know. Like, the whole thing. They work. That's that's it. You've got to wear like, a mask. That's why Joe Biden doesn't have it. And he is campaigning. It's like when, you know, his excuse has always been, I get tested every day. Everyone around mm-hmm. me gets tested. A testing and vaccines are not as effective as masks, as the CDC says. But number two, it's like it's like it also reminds me of when you are to use a gay man like myself as an example are single and extremely sexually active you get an sti test sti test std test you test negative and then you just fuck around with no condoms and then you get stds it's like it's like it's okay i just got tested so i don't need to wear a condom and then that's how you get an sti oh and people have been accused of charged with crimes for yes. knowingly spreading a virus. And this president mm-hmm. is running around. He knows. So see, we went on Fox last night after Hoax, Hope Hicks was diagnosed. And I saw a funny tweet that was like, the only reason he's not freaking out about this is because she's hot. Like mm-hmm. he likes her and she's hot. So he's, yeah. it's like, oh, it's not her fault. She's a wonderful, she's a wonderful girl. Yeah. And he was saying on Fox News, it's like, well, you know, people in the military and police officers, they come up to you. They love us. They want to hug you. What are we going to do? Push them away? Which I don't even know if that's like true, but he does know. He does know. He's always telling people, don't come near me. Don't mm-hmm. come near me. Protect me. But he never bothers to protect anyone around him. And now, no. who knows how many people he's infected? Mm-hmm. Do we think there's any chance that this is not a true story? I think that it's true for a couple of reasons. Everything we just said. <laughs> Everything we just said. But number one, what Brian said, that Hope I, we found out about Hope Hicks's diagnosis because Bloomberg News reported it. And I think that... Trump came out with it at 1 a.m. last night, probably because they knew they were going to get scooped soon enough. And like, if he didn't come out with it, that would be really bad. Number two, the only thing, the only joy 
that Donald Trump has in his life is his stupid fucking rallies. And he has done absolutely everything to continue doing his stupid fucking rallies. And now mm -hmm. he cannot do his rallies. He had to cancel a campaign event in Florida. He had to cancel a campaign event in Wisconsin. Whatever plans he had to travel around and do his thing are fucked because it takes a long time to not be COVID positive anymore. Even yes. if he's asymptomatic this entire time, he probably has COVID right up until the election. So he's not yes. doing shit. He does not get, like, he can't campaign now. Can he debate? I that I, I feel like he can't. The I next mean, I one is what, the 15th? So, I, because the next one is on Wednesday and it is Kamala Harris and Pence. And then yeah. the other one is, which is obviously less than, less than 14 days away. Put him in a bubble if he wants to debate. But like, here's the thing: <laughs> Zoom like, debate, <laughs> Zoom debate. Like, like they should have been like separated by plastic in the first one. Right like, now, I'm thinking back to that. I'm like, why didn't they take more precautions? I know, like, but isn't the second one also supposed to be the town hall? Like, I feel oh, shit, like you're he right. Can. No, there's no way that was going to have like, like 15 to no, 20 people. There, I feel like there's no way because everyone that I know who has gotten COVID and dealt with it, it's like a really long process to become COVID negative again. Well, yeah. he is also, I mean, if we look at the president's health in comparison to, you know, there is like a 10% mortality rate for people in his age range. You know, he is obese. He drinks 12 Diet Cokes a day. He, his main food source is McDonald's. Like, I, like, I like he there is a very like likely chance that he will be un unwell yeah. and so like I can't imagine like if like they wouldn't want like uh, the people that I know who've had COVID seriously have been incapacitated yeah you know it's like, yeah totally young people and like so like even if he is he's like he's well and survives whatever the let I the likelihood of he just like won't be well enough to campaign or speak to people eventually. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, he's going to get the best treatment that there is available. Like he's probably honestly going to get treatments that aren't even available to all of us, but which is fucking yeah. frustrating as shit. But, but COVID knocks you out. Like it's, it's a weeks long process once you have it. And once you're positive and all that stuff. So I just don't see, I don't see how he could debate on October 15. And I really, I really could see him. He's probably going to be dealing with this through the election. I think so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's 31 days away as of, as of today. Yeah. Yeah. And this is like a sickness where like it can take two weeks for symptoms to show up. Once they show up, those symptoms can last for two to three weeks themselves. Mm -hmm. And then once the symptoms go away, you remain positive for a while. Like I have a friend who got it, who was testing positive for months Whoa. after having COVID. So it's real, like, yeah. it's just, it's a crapshoot kind of, but the likelihood that he's going to be able to do the things that he planned to do to campaign, to debate all of this stuff. I just don't see how. I mean, why would, why would you go to a Trump rally right now? You know what I mean? Say if Trump magically wanted to have one in three weeks, exactly. how comfortable would you feel going as a, you know, but the other thing is, is like, there is this whole right wing conspiracy that Trump refuses to denounce the QAnon people and all of these groups of, 
no, never maskers, COVID is fake. What does this mean for them? You know what I mean? Like, I'm curious as to, because I, I told Elise, I talked to Elise about this. I met someone who said that someone, someone was discussing how her aunt had passed away from COVID and she said, no, she didn't. That's fake. Yeah. She also like went on to tell me all these other crazy conspiracies. And like, I was like, okay, goodbye. Um, it wasn't my best moment um, <laughs> when I spoke with her. And now I'm just like, so what, what happens to these people? Are they? Nothing. I don't, I don't know. When I think about those people, the only, I'm just, do we waste our time? I don't know. But, but those people They'll do have like an the impact because they're the ones on Facebook trying to invite their friends into their weird Q groups. And then you get, you get pulled in. But I know, I feel like luckily this is, you're right. Like he can't have, he can no longer deny that, oh, it's okay as long as everybody is tested every day. That's not true, apparently. Mm -hmm. It's okay as long as you wear masks in just these scenarios. Like, he's always been wrong. He has yeah. been proven wrong by the scientists, but it's like now he's he's actually proven himself. Like, he has no luck. I mean, there's only four more weeks, so. Yeah. But I think you're right. This would have impacted, like, his ability to have his rallies for months and months if those were. Yeah. Here's the other thing. for I think if he was feeling 100% right now, he would be on Fox News right now. He would be on yeah. Fox and Friends. Yeah, he would be, showing that he's like, he's I'm like, fine. I'm fine. Should we close out by listening to a little bit of these Melania tapes? Oh, please. Okay. Can we please? <laughs> uh, let's play. So the this announcement last night, the COVID announcement came a like an hour after a former close aide of Melania Trump's went on Anderson Cooper. Uh, she had recently written a book called Melania and me. They were friends. And then Melania brought her into the East wing. And this woman is being blamed for all of the inauguration bullshit and like the mismanagement and misspending. So this woman is angry. Like she's yeah. pissed. She's been on TV for a while saying she's been saying, I have these tapes. I have these tapes. And then last night she played the tapes. So let's listen. They say I'm, I'm complicit. I'm the same like him. I support him. I don't no. say enough. I don't do enough. No. It's, where, it's, where I am, they, I put the, I'm working like a ass, my ass. I, I know. The Christmas stuff that, you know, who gives a f about Christmas stuff and decoration, but I need to do it, right? Yeah, but a hundred percent. You have and no then, choice. And okay. And then I do it. And I say that I'm working on Christmas uh, planning for the Christmas. And they said, oh, what about the children that they were separated? Give me break the, where, where they were saying anything when Obama did that I know do, do, I cannot go I I was trying to get the, the kid reunited with the mom I, I, I didn't have a chance it needs to go through the process and through the law but here's my thing you hear what you just said but instead of that if if you just your messaging you you were so loved you they were not do the story we put it out they would not do the story i'm telling you would not believe it they no. would not do the story because no they are not they would not do the story because they they are they are against us because they are liberal media yeah if i go to fox they will do the story i don't want to go to fox all the time that he's only one right for everything so you understand i do so what so what what prompted you to want to buy that jacket <laughs> i'm driving liberals crazy that's for sure and that's you know that's what and they, they deserve it you understand i know and, uh, they, everybody's like oh my god this is the worst this is the worst after i mean 
I know, and not there. They are crazy. Okay. Oh, it's my favorite thing. It's wild. You know, she really had me at who gives a fuck about Christmas stuff, but then she loses me at uh, give me a fucking break about the kids in the cages. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's hard to know how to, but that also didn't surprise me at all. That's no. she's a birther. Like, of course she said that. Yeah. And also like, it's just so obvious when you listen to the whole thing that just like her shitty husband, everything's about her. The child separation issue is about her. Everything's so sad to her. Everyone's so mean to her. Oh, woe is me. I have to decorate for Christmas. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it like breaks that like facade for anyone who still had it that Melania was like stuck. Or yeah. that she was she wasn't there for her own volition. She was doing it for the money. She's like, no, I support him. They think I'm complicit. I'm with him. And it's like, right. Well, yeah, now we know. It's really interesting. It was interesting to hear her speak candidly. Yes. Like right. it, because obviously we hear Trump speak candidly all the time, and she's always like so rehearsed, and we only see her at like the RNC or whatever giving a speech in that capacity. So yeah, it's interesting to hear her say who gives a fuck about Christmas. And it is interesting (laughs) because yeah, you only hear her speak when she has a prepared statement at, you know, some sort of formal thing. And I don't think it's appropriate to even remark on people's accents. Yeah. People always tend to tease that like, how does she still not know English? It's like listening to that, like, Homegirl can say whatever she wants to say, yeah. and she has a lot to say. So, like, let's yeah. not act like the reason that there's a language barrier, and that's why she can't tell us how she feels. Yeah. She also, can tell she us. speaks, like, seven languages. She's right. act- She actually can express herself in a multitude of ways, and and we heard her do the so. The woman's not dumb. Right. No. Exactly. No. Yeah. Oh, my she God. She knows what she's doing. I, my favorite thing about this is that Trump and Melania are now stuck together, like, during this. <laughs> I know. Do you think, I think they're isolating together? I don't know. He said they were, but yeah, who knows? I feel like no way. I don't think they live together. I mean, she's 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 probably so angry because she actually does wear a mask. She only took the mask off to go up and like greet him at the end of the debate. Yeah. But everybody, from that she kept shake. it on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she was like, I tried so hard. I only see him once a week and still. I do everything I can to avoid being near this man. (laughs) How did this happen? (laughs) That must mean his viral load is pretty, pretty intense. That sounded, I didn't like the way that sounded. I'm curious. I'm, 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 I'm curious to hear about his staff and his children. Yeah. I know. I know. Right. I mean, obviously, like you said, this could be a super spreader event and. He went to Bedminster. He went to Bedminster yesterday, knowing like, Knowingly to meet with donors and supporters, and he was with Hope Hicks all day on Wednesday in yeah, Air Force day. One. Yeah, I he know. Knew, like it's it's just like they're that's what make they're morons, but also just so dangerous morons, dangerous, yeah. deadly morons. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm sure we'll see lots more developing news on this and we'll have lots more to talk about on Monday. Until then, now you have two sub episodes in your feed to catch up on. Thank you guys so much for jumping on. Mm, (laughs) Thank you. My pleasure. It was was really my pleasure as well. Yes, yes. Until the return of democracy, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And this is the Betches Up Podcast. 
The Betches Sub Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Amanda Duberman. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Be sure to follow us at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send your emails to sup at Betches.com. Betches.